Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. What up, what up? My name is Nick Ingvall and this is the Sneaker History Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're a regular member of our community, welcome back. I can't believe I'm about to say this. We're about to kick off our fifth year of the show and... To go along with that, we're going to be making some changes, but I'll save that for a future episode. To start off our fifth year, I wanted to give all of our new listeners a chance to really get to know my co-hosts on the podcast by digging a little deeper into who they are, what kicks they're into, and answer some of the questions that our community members were dying to ask them. So we decided to play a little game of 20-ish questions with everyone on the podcast. Rowett, Mike, Robbie, and myself. On the hot seat this time for the episode is Mike Guillory. We go a little beyond the 20 questions. I hope you enjoy this one. All right, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. Welcome back, I should say. We're going to just jump right into it for this episode. We got uh, 20 questions with our man, Mike Guillory. Some of you might know the answers to some of these questions. Some of you might have contributed to these questions. We've been asking in the Discord for a little while here to uh, get a little bit deeper with Mike and and get to know him a little bit more. So um, I guess, uh, I don't know, Robbie, you want to pull one of the questions from the Discord to start us out? Oh, yeah. We have a ton of them. So (laughs) first one here from Danden is if Mike had a chance to play Allen Iverson in his prime one-on-one, what Reebok shoes would he wear and why? First off, I'm getting cooked immediately. Um, He got stat boosted. I mean, hopefully. I mean, I need all the VC chips and NBA 2K can get. Um, But I'm going to probably have to go something a little different. A question, but I would go with the pink toe Eric Emanuel questions. Good choice. Very nice. nice. Yeah, I like it. The Mike favorite. So nice this favorite. one is from um, Cozy, Cozy, and um, related to your YouTube life. Okay. How much time on average does it take to prep, shoot, <laughs> and or edit videos for your channel? I at can't. Mike even, at <laughs> I wish I can give you a straight answer on that. So to give you kind of perspective, I work a normal eight-hour day. And on top of that, I do the YouTube, which seems like another eight-hour day. So it is prepped. So I would say to shoot one video, to edit, to all the post-production crap, I'm looking at probably about four hours for one video. That's not too bad. That's that's, that's better. Hey, that's better than I know when, when you started that channel. You know, we were both going through the same thing where it was like, okay, cool. Four <laughs> days later, we're still at it in the same footage trying to get that five-minute video out. <laughs> oh man, it was bad because I started. I was using uh, iMovie at first, and it wasn't ready for that, so it was taken. I do the video in like four hours, and it takes another day to process. So I'm like, well, I'll catch you guys in a week, I guess, with another video. <laughs> 
the shine has bestowed upon Mike with the quickness. <laughs> yes. Four yep. hours is not bad. That's, yeah, that's pretty bad darn good. Oh, man, um, this now. next one's <laughs> from Yo, it's Andrew. Yo. What is Mike's Grail of Grails? Your favorite shoe? My grail, grail of grails that I don't have, and it's so basic. You guys are gonna think I'm just like just a lunatic because of how easy it is to probably get for some people. But my grail of grails right now is the Jordan One Royal. I want that shoe so bad. I've missed Bro, it. Just go buy it. No, I'm not. I'm not spending four hundred dollars <laughs> for that shoe, Robbie. No, that's fair. There's uh, no way that shoe is still four. Yeah, that's another conversation. I've checked countlessly, like. It's still sitting at like 400, 500 bucks. People are lunatics. That's insane. Okay, to get, to, to, for the new people that are li- going to listen to this, get, let's 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 give a little context. Robbie and Mike have completely different approaches to <laughs> buying sneakers. <laughs> if if Robbie had five hundred dollars to spend on on shoes, he would buy the Grail of Grail with that five hundred dollars. If Mike had five hundred dollars, he would somehow find a way to buy fifty pairs of shoes with that five hundred dollars. So that's that's the kind of context that you need there for the Jordan One Royals being the Grail of all Grails, because I think like most people are listening, thinking the same thing Robbie th- said. Well, just just go buy it, Mike. Come on, Mike. Look, guys, hold on. I see you I buy shoes to Mike, to a lot. Defense, he's a father of three. To, so to be it's fair, tough out here. Thank you. And to be fair, a lot of my purchasing look. To not to give too much on my other life, and my job rewards us with these re- weird points. I turn into gift cards. I have not bought a full price shoe in over probably twenty four months. I refuse. Are you a Nike employee at this point? Because that's a <laughs> Joe DiMaggio like streak. <laughs> I wish. Give me a call, Nike. Let's get this discount like put in uh, concrete here. That's the next question, too. How many gift cards? I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, just don't tell nobody. <laughs> this, this next one is from um, MC, which I believe in real life, I think it's Michael. Uh, coffee. Name. What is your preferred method to make your cup of coffee each morning? Oh, let me get my pinky out and my, my, my fancy hat or something. Uh, preferred method is to grind my own beans. Uh, and then I have one of those fancy pour over like bulbs. So I like to put it in there and sit there in my boil water and pour it over and watch it slowly brew and i think that's the best because i can control the water i can control the uh, you know how concentrated i want the coffee and i can talk about this for days <laughs> is there a brand or region follow-up question is there a uh, brand or region you like no particular i don't have a particular region I'm not, i haven't gotten that deep into it like region wise uh one of my favorite brands is the uh it's, it's called death wish it's like this super high concentration of caffeine um i love it it's like 20 bucks a bag though so i'm really <laughs> like like god i gotta make this last but it's it makes you feel like you're gonna go run through a wall if you drink it <laughs> man mike it sounds like you need a uh some sort of show that includes coffee and kicks oh i wonder what that <laughs> kicking it with coffee kicking it with coffee. ah man if someone got it coffee time kicks guys just go ahead and watch it um just please <laughs> how often do you tell your wife that she's grinding your beans <laughs> How often um, you tell her that and it's non-sexual. <laughs> right? I, like, I feel like you can't say that in a non-sexual way at that point. I meant that I meant that completely non-sexual. It's like um I anywho. I, now that I'm now that we're doing this 20 questions thing for each of us, I'm realizing that I'm I'm gonna feel completely incompetent because Mike is over here literally grinding his own beans, doing his slow slow pour overs, three kids, four hour video edits. And I'm like, I have to take the dog out before I start work. I can't do anything. Let's just make auto brew coffee. 
Dude, I, I work between time some kind of way in the creases of it. Can't tell you how. Just a day. <laughs> That's. I'm going to make this about Mike. So, Mike, uh, I was about to make a comment about myself. Uh, <laughs> what old shoes are Mike after from Mr. Dalton? What's the old pair of shoes you're after? Old shoe I'm after uh, is a shoe I had when I was in. I guess it was what, 96 is when 11s came out. So I had to play off 96s, but it is a it's the Air Griffey Max 3. Everyone hated it because it was based purely off his cleat. It had the leather like diagonal uh, shroud across the top. If I can find that shoe in the black, white, and freshwater colorway that's not completely destroyed, I'll be good. Hilarious thing about that because... You just said it's a shoe that wasn't very much loved. And Rodney Moose Juice has a question of, what is your guilty pleasure shoe? It sounds like that could also be a guilty pleasure. I swear I didn't read this question beforehand. guilty pleasure? <laughs> um, What's another guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure shoe. This you is kinda, shouldn't like it, but you do. Uh, see, it's one of those things. It's not that I shouldn't like it. I, I guess I probably shouldn't like it anymore. Uh, because it was, I guess, in the sneaker community, or at least the you know sneaker heads out there, it's played out. But the Nike React 87, I love that shoe still. Uh, like, yeah. and it's not with the clear yeah, upper still and stuff, but it's such an easy to wear shoes. Like, I throw it on and go do a lot of crap. That is 100% a guilty pleasure shoe. That qualifies. <laughs> um, also from Rodney, if Mike had the opportunity to collaborate with a brand, what brand and sneaker would it be? What model of shoe? That's tough. That is tough. I would probably. I got two two in mind. Like it's weird. I guess when you think about that as a sneaker collector, like what would I do? Um, I'm, I'm a cheat. I have two. Uh, one would true be bike a, fashion. Yeah, no. I mean, I try to <laughs> can't, find a can't, can't have one. I can't have one. God dang it, I can't. Um, two two would be one would be the uh, Reebok. Antra 5, I would want to do something, but I would want to take the upper and make it like a hairy suede and then make the top piece like a real soft, like tumbled leather, like where the laces go through that little, again, shroud. Um, and then the second would be a Saucony Grid 6000. Just the materials you can do with that is just sick. So um, that's my, again, my way of cheating and getting to win in that one answer. <laughs> Welcome to 27 and a half questions with Mike Gillery. <laughs> Get your value with me, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's going to be a point where you have to like three-fourths of a question. Uh, <laughs> Can I get uh, partial credit, please? <laughs> this one's from Drew, Drewcifer. What is Mike's favorite shoe? It can be as specific as a model or a bottle in colorway. What's your favorite shoe? Mm, that's tough. I, I was sitting there thinking about the other day. It really is hard for me to think of a favorite shoe. Um, before I answer this, is there a question of a shoe that, like, about my first sneaker memory or anything? I don't want to intermingle too many answers. That's fair. All right. So if that's the answer as is. All right, cool. So my favorite shoe has to be the first sneaker I remember getting, and it's going to be the Jordan 10 Shadow. My first sneaker I remember actually having – it was the original pair in what 95 94 whatever um that is just my earliest sneaker memory so that's kind of by default my favorite well that also coincides with 
Todd's question of what's Mike's <laughs> sneaker origin. Was it your favorite first shoe or anything? I didn't realize that until after. Pick a different shoe. You cannot tell me to, your, to my face or all three of our faces that the Shadow Jordan 10 is your favorite shoe of all time. Well, this is hard to answer that question because, I mean, so I'll take, okay. So we'll take the 10 and put it to that question that just got answered. And then favorite shoe. I'm just like looking around like, oh. Oh, my God, guys, this is a tough question. No one's going to fight you if you pick the wrong answer for yourself. No, because I, it's actually probably one I don't have. It's, it probably can go into that grail. Like, the, the Royal is my 1A. This one would be my 1B. Uh, it'd have to be the Nigel Sylvester Jordan 1. Just, I think it's an awesome shoe. Don't have it. Would love to. Someone wants to donate one to me. Uh, I'm not buying that either. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah, I think that would probably be my favorite. 100%. That makes way more sense. I'm like, man, I've known you way too long. The Shadow 10 cannot be. You like shoes uh, a lot. Like, it just has the Shadow it has 10 got to be your it, favorite. It has a sentimental value to me. It's an origin story shoe. Like, <laughs> if someone had a Nigel Sylvester 1 or a Shadow 10, which one are you picking? I mean, of course. Yes, that's, that's a dumb exactly. question. I could go buy the Shadow, the Shadow 10, 10 for 70 bucks. Yeah, I mean, next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what shoe would you never wear? So you have your favorite, your origin. Which one are you never no interest in uh, Kawhi Leonard Spurs Jordan one gross <laughs> fair very fair and on brands a good answer um, it's just ultimate put in front of grail so I'm gonna skip that one um, <laughs> ultimate. super saiyan <laughs> grail <laughs> yeah I mean okay so do you want me to dip into my pool of questions we have Robert? one last one okay what is Mike's shoe of the year so far? Hey. From Woo! Jeremy, 2381. Dang, shoe of the year so far? It's got to be this one because I just got it, and I've been wanting to shoot this. Uh, you guys can suck it. I don't care who says anything different. I've been wanting a sneaker model since 2014. That is my shoe of the year right now, the Jordan 3 uh, Nike Zoom Vapor. And I guess there's one more because I have my question for Mike. Oh, Lord. Is what is the most important? What do you think the most important shoe of all time is? We hear like Chuck Taylor, the Dunk, Jordan 1. If, no wrong, right or wrong answer, but what do you think the most important shoe of all time is? Superstar. Right now. Superstar? Superstar Great answer. Most important. It had the first crossover appeal from both athletes wearing it. And of course, you had the hip hop, which now that's everything anyone looks at. Hey, I thought yeah. you were gonna go Jordan Ten Shadow again, and I was ready. <laughs> that's Mike's. That's Mike's history. That's his point of me. All yeah. right, <laughs> the first one to get recalled for a token. Um, <laughs> first should be recalled because it's ugly. That's what it was. But bro, it. I, I then turn the floor over to you. Those are the questions from the community and me. And thank you to our community. If you want to answer or ask questions of future episodes, you can join us at the Sneaker History Discord. So there you go, Nick. <laughs> Mike. I know you are a big consumer of pop culture. Mm -hmm. So that being said, the number one thing right now, arguably in all of pop culture, is the MCU, no matter how fledgling it appears to be. <laughs> Cast your MCU movie with a hero, a villain, and a comic arc. Oh, God. I got to do Spider-Man back in black after Aunt May got killed in Civil War. Uh, I would bring this arc, though, with... Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because of his kind of dark path or dark path he went down and then got to got to bring in Daredevil for that because your, your villain is going to be Kingpin. Fair. 
I like nice. it. Okay. I like that as well. And similar genre of question. If we had to build the Mike Guillory Funko Pop, what would it look like? Oh, it's going to have, my, of course, my, uh, my, my good old glasses. Uh, have to show my have to show my tattoos because they all have some weird little meaning to me and it would have a comic book or dragon ball shirt don't know we haven't made a final decision yet gotta have my my running shorts and i would almost just purposely just to just to poke fun at people have to have adidas socks with some kind of jordan on let's say the color jordan four military blue with some white and white adidas socks just to piss people off Perfect. I hear. I thought you were gonna go pants with the LeBron nines. Like, oh, that'd be alternate <laughs> alternate costume. Uh, and you had mentioned that's the glow in the dark version. That's the yeah. Walmart exclusive or Comic Con exclusive. The variant. <laughs> uh, you had mentioned Dragon Ball Z as well as comic books. Give me the three fictional characters that best represent you as a persona. Uh, as a persona, three fictional characters. I would say Peter Parker, not Spider Man. Uh, Deku from My Hero Academia and probably a sprinkle of I have to say Vegito because it's a combination of Goku and Vegeta and like I snuck in I know right yeah I got the, I got a fourth one in there on you didn't see that coming did you <laughs> perfect uh, and speaking of three you have three beautiful children give me a shoe that best represents each one of your kids Wolverine boots, all three of them, because <laughs> uh, now in all seriousness, so I would have to pick the Air Force One for my son. Just that's just a first shoe we had like matching together. So that one will always have just that represent him um, when or when Nissa was born. I would have to go with the New Balance 550 because I remember I was wearing those at the time, so it just coincides with her. And when Talia was born, it was a it was a Adidas Forum, uh, Eric Emanuel actually. So a Forum High 80, what, 84, whatever they are. So that'd be the three. Just that coincides with their like whether it be their birth or just something we had like matching with each other. So that's yeah. Did you did you choose those shoes ahead of time, or was you it know just- what I had shoes chosen ahead of time, but each time we went to the hospital, it was not not prepared. I was like, well, I'm not changing shoes now. Let's go. All right. All right. But in, in my like mind, it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have these shoes, and like didn't work out at all. In play. I, I was ready for your Instagram story where it's you holding the child with your shoe of choice with stunting like my daddy is the soundtrack. <laughs> no. no, that's funny. Oh, go ahead. I just want you to hit 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 Brit with the one second. I gotta switch shoes really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, talk about getting slapped in half. That would have not gone well. <laughs> I'm right, sorry. What? Last last question. We talked about your kids. Now I want to talk to old you when you were a kid. What mm-hmm. would you tell the 15 year old version of you about what it is to be a sneakerhead in 2023? I would probably tell myself to keep a little bit more of that individuality because that's one thing i really pride myself on with my secret collection but i mean I'm, I'm not immune to fall into the hype a lot of times when i was 15 i really bought a lot of stuff that i liked i mean i was the only person in my high school wearing ice creams you know because no one no one knew what that was in the town i was from um 
I used to rock the remember uh, Dwight Howard's like bounce Adidas. I wore those. Like I would wear stuff I liked. I would just tell myself, stay that way. Try not to fall into those pockets of nonsense because there wasn't as much sneaker media there. I mean, then it was with Nike Talk and then watch an episode of Cribs. That's about and all cakes. you got. Yeah. So. <laughs> Perfect. Those are my questions. Nicholas, Rob, where would you like to go next? All right. Well, since we, we're going to get to 27 and a half one way or another, I'm going to I'm going to throw a couple of curveballs <laughs> in here, too. Um, one thing that, that you talked about, uh, you know, with the, the shadows that kind of made me think, like, I think we've all gone through this. But what's a shoe that you that you used to love that now just doesn't have that same impact for you? Jordan 11. I used to love the Jordan 11. Like it was one of those things. I remember when the Cool Grays came out, and I wanted that was when I was in elementary school, middle school. I can't remember when they first dropped. I was gonna go get them, but then there was a riot. People got pepper sprayed. That's all. Like my dad's like, no, you're not getting those because only the ones I had were I was like six years old. That was the original playoff 11s, and I always wanted them. Didn't get another pair until 2011 when I worked at Champs right before I graduated college. And after that, it was just kind of weird to me. I just. I just never had the same love for them. It, I like them. It's a classic shoe. Never have anything bad to say about it. But just my personal style, I think if I bought a pair of 11s, they would just sit around. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Going to get, I mean, not too personal, but a little more personal with these last few questions. All right. So you're stranded on a deserted island and you can only take two things with you. What do you take with you? Uh, phone and the computer so I can get home. <laughs> <laughs> Better hope that battery doesn't die then, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, man, I, just, I, got, I need one shot. I just need, okay, a phone <laughs> and a power pack. <laughs> so you're assuming that you're going to have reception on a deserted I am, island. I am praying that I, my, you know. Mike's I got a lot of faith in that AT&T uh, extended family Here's plan of his, you know. <laughs> Man, if I'm hoping I catch an iMessage uh, like a floater. <laughs> Come on, just need one. <laughs> just need one. Yeah, my, Mike Guillory is truly a man of faith, if you know him well. So that seems on brand for me, that he would yeah. aspire to a higher calling to hope that his cell yeah. reception is what it needs to be. A lot of putting a long him. stick and finding to hold their phone up. We can get there. <laughs> I'm going to help Mike out and make a satellite phone. Oh, there we yeah, go. There you go. Instead yeah. of a cell phone. Boom, look. We're yeah. getting off that island, guys. Don't you worry. <laughs> If you were a lost cast member, no, I'm <laughs> the polar bear, I'll be the polar yeah. bear. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, you, you recently went to, to, you got, you went big time on us. You went to oh. Hollywood premiere of the air movie. Right. So we got to bring this up, but I want to know who you would choose to play Mike Guillory in the upcoming story of Mike Guillory that we're destined to see in the next 10, 20 years. <laughs> oh crap. Whew. Um, I don't even know. That's a that's a fantastic. I see Will question. Smith personally. I mean, I'm not slapping people on the fly though, so I mean, I don't know if we. Um, I was Don expecting Cheadle. him to just jump right into Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, so he could yeah. get that next <laughs> invite. You know, like, hey guys, thanks for the invite. Get I mean, to the next they, they can pull a they can pull a RDJ and just pull like a, a full on uh, nope, no, no, but hey, hey, we are we are not trying to get canceled. We're trying to make this for the sponsors. We are trying to introduce ourselves to new members of the community. And you've already ruined it by mentioning blackface. Thanks, Mike. Thanks a lot. 
Oh man, that's a that's a great question. I wish I like paid attention to like more actors and stuff so I knew Don uh, Cheadle. That- Don Cheadle, yes, he would be the oldest version of me possible. <laughs> Morgan uh, Freeman. Morgan Freeman, the, the voice of an angel. Yeah. It could be like uh, old man Logan, but old man Mike could have Morgan yeah, Freeman play. Benjamin Button would just yeah. run it backwards, like uh man. I would I would love to say, you know. You no know, post post mortem, and ha- I would have to pick the the legend known as Chadwick Boseman, but uh, it's kind of a cop out because it wouldn't happen. But I, I, would, I would like to go that answer. Well, neither is this movie, so I think you can definitely cast Chadwick <laughs> hey. in it. So actually, I got a call. No, I'm gonna- <laughs> anybody ever, and that's a good, that's a great answer. <laughs> anybody who wants to do this job, go for it. I guess. Good luck. So if you want to play Mike in in Mike's upcoming movie, just DM him on Instagram. I got five bucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Um, you know, this is kind of timeless classic. Also a little just, you know, <laughs> stereotypical. Genie pops out of a lamp and grants you one wish. But your Uh-oh. wish can only be for somebody else. What do you wish for and who is it for? Um... Uh, probably not. Probably I know I would. I'd be like, I just want. I wish for sustainable wealth for my three kids. They ain't gotta worry about crap in life. That's that's a that's a good one to rap on. <laughs> but also, again, the most Mike answer was the one person, yeah. three people. Hey. <laughs> I Get just, on my I level. That's like I said. No, 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 no. This is what happens when the genie sees that wish. I also see Mike telling his daughters. To stack themselves on top of his son, where Inspector Gadget trench, trench coat. coat, and be like, "You're one person," and yeah. then combine their names into Damian, Talia, and Nissa, like a portmanteau <laughs> of that. I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, this is my non-binary, uh, non-binary child. They identify as a they. Don't worry about it. Nope. They're literally a they because there's three. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well. I guess the last thing, you know, and like, then the like, genie looks like this when you try to give you three people. <laughs> I actually I have one more question, Mike. Where can they find you on these interwebs and the social media and the, the whatnot? Interwebs. Oh, you can find me everywhere. Uh, literally, uh, I am here on Sneaker History all day, every day. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, I'm not on Twitter because that's just a cesspool of nonsense. Uh, at MadWatcher789 and YouTube. You can find me at Mike Guillory. You can find sneaker reviews, coffee time kicks, all that fun stuff. Right on. Make sure you go follow Mike. Make sure you tune in for coffee time kicks. Thanks, everybody, for listening, tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one with 20 questions for one of these other guys or myself. Peace. See ya. See ya. See ya. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, 
and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.